Marketers of the world, why do we work hard to solve small problems? It's time to bring home bigger paychecks. It's time to create the lifestyle we deserve and to make a greater impact. This is the Fractional CMO Show, and I'm Casey Stanton. Join me as we explore this growing industry and learn to solve bigger problems. The Fractional CMO Show is sponsored by CMOX, the number one company to teach you how to attract, convert, and serve clients as an in-demand fractional CMO. Hey, it's Casey, and I want to talk to you here about um, pedigrees or lineage, okay? I want to talk about your pedigree, your lineage, and also how it relates to your clients and how different pedigrees and different lineages can conflict and what you can do about it. So this is one of those kind of brain upgrades for you if you are currently serving clients as a fractional chief marketing officer, if you're a marketing consultant, or if really you work with clients in, in any capacity, so let's first talk about lineage. So what is lineage? When I think of uh, a yoga practitioner, I think of someone who, you know, practices yoga and likely learned from someone. Maybe that person was a master or their guru or whatever title they want to say. And then that person learned from someone else who's probably deceased. And then that person learned from someone else who's probably deceased. And it goes all the way back in time, maybe a hundred years, maybe a couple hundred years, maybe a couple thousand years, right? That's the lineage. And there's something to be said. If you do Ashtanga yoga, that is unique. It's very different than Bikram yoga, right? Maybe there's some similarities, but they're distinct and they're different. And it's important to understand that lineage. You can also look at martial arts. There are lineages in martial arts. If you're going to go learn Tai Chi, the person that you're learning it from, you know, there's a guy down the street from me, a white guy down the street from me that teaches Tai Chi. Well, he didn't invent it, right? He learned it from someone else and it came from... Asia, right? It came from China. Uh, and that's, that's where that lineage comes from, right? So the idea here is, in, is, is that the guy down the street that teaches Tai Chi didn't create it. And he's following a path and pattern um, that was taught to him by somebody else. So just kind of hold that in your mind. And now on the other side to hold into your mind is this notion of a pedigree. And when I think of pedigree, I think of, you know, mostly like university. Like, what's your pedigree? Oh, I went to Harvard. Oh, I went to Yale. Oh, I didn't go to college. Right, there's a pedigree in there. The reason I bring this up is that you have a lineage or pedigree in the work that you do. Where did you cut your teeth in marketing? How did you come into marketing? This influences the way in which you see things. Here's what I mean. I came into marketing focused on the Dan Kennedy direct response, how do I sell more stuff? And in doing that, my focus was really on sales. I would say my lineage is direct response, sales generating uh, marketing. Like that's what I care most about. Branding, not really my thing, right? Influencers, I mean, kind of in as much as an influencer can drive a sale, I'm interested. But as far as like the general social game is concerned, that's not really my bag. I'm not saying it's a bad place to focus. It's just not my place. If I worked with a D2C company, a direct to consumer, you know, physical goods product or, you know, beauty care product or whatever, obviously branding is incredibly important. Obviously, social is incredibly important. Those just really aren't the things that I'm terribly interested in. 
Okay. Um, if you're interested in that, great. There's plenty of opportunity for you to make a lot of impact, make a lot of money, serve a lot of companies, serve a lot of consumers by being the CMO or the fractional CMO of a company like that. Just for me, it's not. It's just not something I'm terribly excited about. So my lineage is Dan Kennedy. And I really mean it. I mean, like going to the Dan Kennedy super conferences, going uh, to the local Glazer Kennedy Insider Circle Mastermind in Ann Arbor, Michigan, when I was too broke to be able to afford entry, and I worked, um, I worked free for the guy uh, in exchange for ability to join the meetings, and I would work with him. I would um, label CDs in the evening. I'd sweep the floors. I'd run and grab catering. So I would do what I could to kind of spend my time at GKIC, at the GKIC meeting, and learn from these people who were doing really great stuff with marketing. I really love that. When I think of what hooked me in marketing, I think of the back of the Boy's Life magazine. There was this um, like hovercraft that you could make out of three coffee cans and your, you know, your, uh, your leaf blower or your vacuum. It was so cool, like that little piece of direct response marketing, like send $4.95 in a self-addressed stamped envelope to this address to get your kit, uh, to get your instructions on how to build this. Like one of the first info products that just got me so jazzed. I never bought it, but that's what I fell in love with in marketing is like creating that emotional response in someone and then getting that person to take action and, and, and produce a sale. What is it for you? What got you into marketing from the beginning? What was that kind of inflection point in your life? What was that moment where you were like, wow, this marketing stuff is really fun? You might be really into numbers. You might be a person who just loves looking at numbers. You feel really confident and competent inside of Google Analytics. And maybe you think Google Analytics isn't even enough data for you. You're in Search Console. Maybe you love the SEO side of stuff. Maybe you love this idea of like, hey, how do I, how do I play Google's game? How do I help these companies you know, on the SEO side? Maybe it's PPC. Maybe you love cracking the code on PPC. There's like some, there's some place that you came into the marketing world. You didn't come and say, I want to do everything in marketing. You liked one part of it. Maybe you liked the client services part. Maybe you really liked working with people. Maybe you get a lot of um, like internal value out of being valuable to other people. When someone says, man, that's it. You really helped us. Maybe that's what you're looking for, right? All those things are totally cool. Just like identify what it is for you. What's the reason you got in? What's your lineage? What's your pedigree? Like, where'd you come from? Did you come from uh, Perry Marshall? You know, the first marketing book I got was Perry Marshall's Definitive Guide to Google AdWords. And it was an awesome book. And uh, I uh, had my first client. Uh, he bought the book for me and sent it to me. And I went through it and read it and built out Google ad campaigns and ran those for about two years. That was my first uh, job, really, in strictly in, in the marketing space, uh, serving a client. So that's where I came from. Other people are coming from, you know, ad agencies where they're working on high-end branding, which is super cool. Um, just that's not where I came from. So where did you come from? Think of that. Kind of understand it, kind of appreciate it. And now I want you to think about your client. What's your client's pedigree? What's their lineage? And this is really critical to understand because this is how they look to solve problems. 
This is the tool that's always in their hand. It's effectively the tool that they were, you know, you could just kind of, kind of envision that they were born with. I had a client who was a former CPA and worked on Wall Street. The dude was a numbers junkie, didn't care about emotions, didn't care about anything besides the numbers. So when he went to acquire a company, it was very cut and dry. Either it made sense and he knew what his numbers were and he would make an offer. And if they could take the offer at a, you know, within a certain guardrail, he would accept it. And if not, he would say, okay, on to the next one. Like very interesting guy, not necessarily a great salesman, just knew his numbers, just knew his numbers inside and out. I've served other companies where the leader is a salesman or a salesperson, and the person is just really effective at sales. They're the CEO. Maybe they were formerly holding the marketing hat too, but really at the end of the day, they're a salesperson. And why this matters is the salesperson solves problems by picking up the phone and making a sale. The salesperson does not lean on yesterday's results. All they have is today. Every single day, every single week, every single quarter, every single year, the salesperson starts at zero and has to climb their way back up. A salesperson has to close business every single day. If you consider, let's say you came in on a very creative side, you really love content. You love on the marketing side, creating a wonderful customer journey. And you're creating for your client one of the best customer journeys that exists in your market, right? You could certainly do that. If your executive that you're serving, if they come from a sales background, they're gonna say, hey, CMO, like why is it taking so long to make a sale? You're like, I am building the best customer journey that this niche has ever seen. And they're like, that's fine, but we need sales. How do we get sales in today? And you're like, I don't wanna talk about today, I wanna talk about the next 10 years and what I'm creating. And they're like, I appreciate that, but what we won't last the next 10 years if we can't get sales in ASAP. Do you see how friction starts to kind of bubble up when you have radically different lineages or pedigrees based on, you know, your experience in your CEOs, right? There's something there. There's something to be mindful of. There's no panacea to fix all of this except for mindfulness, like be mindful of where they're coming from. If you're serving a client or if you're looking to sell someone and they're a numbers junkie and when you get in Excel or if you get in Google Analytics and your eyes start to glaze over and you lose focus, maybe they're the wrong client for you and you just shouldn't take them on. It's super, super critical for you to understand your lineage. So I'm curious, what is your lineage? Come over to our Facebook group and let me know. We have a Facebook group for fractional CMOs, and it's at cmox.co slash community. That's cmox.co slash community. Come on over, join the group, and share your thoughts. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more information and episodes, visit our site at fractionalcmoshow.com. Go ahead and punch that like and subscribe button on your favorite podcast app. It means a lot, at least to my mom.